you got a you got a big weekend in Utah. Yes, sir. We're gonna go look at aquariums and and zoos. And uh, if Golden State wins tomorrow, um, Friday, which is today now, if you're listening, um, I'm gonna stay there and hopefully catch a game of uh, the Warriors versus the Jazz, which uh, I hope they win. My family would probably hate me for it, but <laughs> you only watch the jazz once. Yeah, I mean, I think that series would be really fun. I also think the Warriors could beat the Jazz. You you think so? I think so. I mean, they already beat they beat the Jazz last time they played them. Like you know me, I'm a huge Warriors homer and uh I have doubts with this one. Like, I, of course, I want my team to win. Of course, I'm behind their backs. But it's a hit or miss team right now. It's not like, oh, it's kind of like a miss the first half. It's going to be a hit the next half. Like, back then, where the third quarter is, like, their best quarter, this year is just like, oh, from the get-go, they look great. They're probably going to win. Um, from the get-go, they look horrible. Just, just turn the TV off. It's if if it hits, it hits hard. But if it misses, oh man, what a sad day! Yeah, I mean, are you saying that the Jazz, the most hated team in the NBA, is going to beat your most beloved team in the NBA? Oh my goodness, I I hope not for the narrative because you know the Avengers always win. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't call the Warriors the Avengers. I I would say two seasons ago, I would. (laughs) <laughs> they fucking assembled and destroyed everyone. Maybe, but they were the villains. They were the bad guys back then. Well, the Dark Avengers. How about that? There you go. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're going to go to Utah. We're going to look at some fish and some animals. And uh, I'm going to have a good time, you know? Check out some guitar stores over there. It. I Okay. Uh, admittedly, I don't know much about Utah. Is that like... Is that like a thing to do? Like to travel to go to the the zoo there? That, that's a great, I wasn't even aware they had a zoo. That's a great question. All of this was brought up to me a week ago. And all I all I'm doing is saying yes and I'm gonna enjoy this road trip with our three year old kid and uh, hopefully she doesn't kill us uh, on the way there. Yeah, it's just like tour, right? It's just like you, tour. You got like, there's three of you and one of them is a pain. Yeah. That yep, might kill you, right? Yeah, Charlie. The like the three year old is my drummer, Charlie. Hands down. <laughs> Shout out Char- Charlie, toddler of the band. Let's go. Toddler baby. of the band. He's in Hawaii right now, swimming with fucking sea turtles. Uh here's a reference to Charlie. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the so, thing. Um, I don't know if I told the story before on the, the pod, but um you were there on that tour, right? Uh, I think I, I met up with y'all. It was Southtown Lanes and Step Brothers on tour, and me and uh, Josh, Josh? yeah, Josh Weibel, um, the drummer for Southtown Lanes at the time, or the merch guy at the time. We counted um, how many Charlie or how many Charlie isms was going to happen for the tour. Which here's the thing: is the phrase he always says. And I think we clocked in about 150 or so. Here's the thing for a two-week tour. And so here's the thing. He says that before anything he ever says. 
So I feel like you get them in the right mode or right <laughs> setting and you can get a hundred. Here's a thing in one night. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I think it was at Matt's house where uh, he was talking and he just stopped in the middle of a sentence and we looked at him and he was just fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing charlie kudos to you yeah shout out charlie and here's the thing welcome to secret chunks podcast baby pick and roll editions just ralph and i tonight yes yes you know how these friday episodes are it's just your two boys chatting drinking milk of ultra or modello sponsored by officially (laughs) damian lillard we're raking in in rip city baby we're raking in the sponsorships we got toyota we got adidas and now you motherfuckers we got modello let's go the fighting spirit is alive in rip city yeah that, that's probably tyler's sponsors but i'm a Michelob ultra guy um have you seen a picture of jimmy butler dude oh man i would not want to meet that guy just in general he yeah, that- squeeze my hand off He's like asking with that photo to be drug tested and suspended from the playoffs. Either he is super confident that Adam Silver is too scared of him, or <laughs> he does not want to face Giannis in the playoffs in the first round. I don't know, dude. That was a jacked photo. I don't know. It, I feel like he went to makeup before they took that photo because he was glistening like the perfect spots. He was a sexy man, dude. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that that's not sweat. That's olive oil. That he probably sourced from the southern Italy. It's so just you know Michelob Ultra. Yeah, <laughs> he just, just rubbed it on his muscles. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're a bodybuilder, nah, you skip, skip the oil. Spend six bucks, get a six-pack of Michelob Ultra, pour it on your body. You're going to glisten like Jimmy Butler. The superior light beer, the beer of the NBA, Michelob Ultra. Admittedly, I don't think I've ever had a Michelob Ultra. Yeah, it tastes like water. <laughs> you know how Bud Light tastes like? You it tastes water. like water and rice. Yeah, but what... put a little bit more water than rice, and that's how Michelob Ultra tastes like. Okay. I think I'm going to pass and stick with my Modelo, sponsored by Damian Lillard and Adidas. It, it tastes like Adidas and Toyotas. Toyotas, it's it's fuel efficient like a Toyota. <laughs> it's comfortable like an Adidas Ultra Boost. And ah, uh, dude, no, I no, I have Boost for my basketball shoes, and uh, no, thank you. I'm in the market for new shoes for b ball. Uh, whatever these crazy eights. Get some, get some dame, get some Dame Sevens, baby. Make a little Ultra. Not not Michelob Ultra, Modelo Dame Sevens. <laughs> uh, enter that raffle. Enter that. Yeah, I actually did on Instagram. It's great. Anyways, let's start. Let's <laughs> let's start the show, baby. Finally, God. Finally, sorry. You know how this. You know how these episodes We're go. Fucking loose. Yup, fast and loose from the hip, baby. Um, we're playing this week. Lots yep. of shit happened. Probably the game of the year happened last night. Um. You were on the receiving end of a LeBron James 30-footer. Sorry, homie. Uh, a lot happened. So we have the Boston Celtics advancing to the the playoffs, yes, sir. which I think we both did not think was going to happen. No, nah, they looked lethargic before. So, <laughs> Yep. 
so shout out Diego, you willed this. Diego, if you're still listening to this, congratulations. Uh. <laughs> also, I want to play 2K with you again, uh, so we can whoop you. Yep, round the boys, baby, for a whooping. <laughs> um, and then we also have the Lakers advancing as a seventh seed. Um, you want to you want to dive in? Did you watch any of the playing games? Yeah, of course I played. I played. I watched the the Warriors and the the Lakers and also Boston and uh, the Wizards. Um, I was at practice when the game was happening yesterday and, uh, you know, just had it on my phone going off and uh, I was excited through the half. I'm just like, we're up by 16 and it feels great. I'm going to get 10 bucks from Greg. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. Greg and Ralph made a bet. <laughs> Y'all made a bet, right? Yeah, we made a bet. Ten bucks, whoever wins. Uh, and obviously, I lost. Um, sent him ten bucks already. So uh, this is the receipt, Greg. So uh, I don't owe you shit. Um, <laughs> also, okay, I didn't go back and listen, but I think I beat you in a bet. I think we bet the on the Warriors and the Blazers playoff yeah, position. We did. How much did we fucking say? Oh, di- um, dinner. Oh, yeah. Dinner's on me, man. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Blazers, 2021 champs beating out the Warriors. Anyways, Uh, continue. I want to hear hear your thoughts on this. this So so we wrote a badass song, and then as soon as uh, we got done writing that song, the the Warriors have lost. Um, It seems like their initial rally was in the third quarter. And that's where it hurts the most. Uh, like I said, before we even got into this, Warriors third quarter is usually the best quarter um, back then. But not this year. Um, kind of just whooped us. Um, but my favorite part of it is uh, CJ McCollum uh, <laughs> <laughs> making fun of LeBron uh, getting his eye uh, poked, um, quote unquote. Um, and it was just pretty funny. Um, he's the actor of the year, but uh, but yeah, the shot he made over Steph was pretty wild. Yeah, I mean it's pretty rare for Steph to be on the receiving end of a thirty footer. Go ahead, a, a wild shot. It wasn't even you know he didn't have his feet set properly. He just tossed it up there because he had to, and he made it. Yep. Um, and as you know, Lakers won. Yeah, they kind of have a got a little, you know, big headed about it. But LeBron kind of stayed humble uh, when he said, you know, like the great ones always have luck on their side. So he's just saying it was a lucky shot, which you know, flip of a coin, really. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a lucky shot. I, at the end of the day, though, and I'm not trying to be a jerk to your Warriors, but I think that they had made too many mistakes in that third quarter. I know you yep. were kind of just like watching on your phone kind of passively while you yep. were practicing, but sad goddamn, the whole time. Yeah. Sad the whole time. Probably wrote a great song from it, but <laughs> a, very, a very sad song. Yes. <laughs> but like they, they really, they really blew it in the third quarter. They, they came out with that kind of, you know, they came out with a big lead and they just looked like they had a big lead and Steph gave up more turnovers than I think I had ever seen him. Like he was just kind of lazy with the, with the dribble. He was trying to do too much, had open dudes. I know he got doubled and tripled at times, but 
you know, there's, there were lanes to make the pass. And I think he was just trying to put the team on his back at times. And he just made some boneheaded plays. And I, and I can't remember who was calling the game, but at one point, and I, and I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to this quote. Cause I, this will be a good one if they do lose, but it was towards the end of the quarter after like Steph's third or fourth turnover. Uh, and they, the, the guy said, if they lose this game, they're going to look back at the third quarter and realize this is where it happened. And it turns out that's where it happened. That's, I mean, they, that's where it happened. They blew, they blew the lead too many turnovers. I mean, I think they'll beat Memphis for sure. Also Memphis beat San Antonio, which was actually an interesting game. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Tell uh, us all um, about that. Uh, I, I didn't get to see it. So what was your impression? What, it, what, it, what is my warriors going up to? Uh, they're going up against John Morant and Dylan motherfucking Brooks, baby. (laughs) It's not his like nickname and basketball reference. No, now, now it is the, the maple Mamba. (laughs) I saw that on Instagram. (laughs) Fuck. I'm a big fan of that. Maple Mamba, baby. Number 24 for the Memphis Grizzlies, baby. (laughs) Canadian Bryant. Let's go. Canadian. (laughs) I like that. The Canuck Bryant. (laughs) uh i mean i mean they're going up against honestly a pretty scrappy team i think the warriors will beat it but i think i think they'll give them some give them a run for their money i mean look dylan brooks is fucking annoying he is so fucking annoying and i love him being a ducks fan i love him he's super fun but he's fucking annoying he's gonna be draymond style in your face all over and he does shut down some of the best guards in the NBA. And yeah. I don't know. I, I think the Warriors should tighten up if they want to win this game. But but Spurs first uh, Spurs first Grizzlies was actually kind of interesting. I mean, they're two teams that are kind of irrelevant, but they made the game really fun. I mean, DeRozan played a good game. It, it was scrappy. It came down to the last two minutes. I don't know. I thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought the Grizzlies were just going to run away with it, but it really did come down to the last couple minutes and like fucking Rudy Gay over, uh, what's his name? Is it Kyle Anderson? Of slow-mo? Slow-mo, yeah, yeah. He played perfect D with like 30 seconds left and somehow Rudy Gay hit this deep three over him, which was so sick. And it really, it brought the game down to like three points, but but the Grizzlies still came away. I don't know. It was entertaining. It wasn't like high tier basketball, but for like an early game on TNT, it was really fun to watch. <laughs> so basketball, had... nonetheless. Nonetheless, it was a basketball <laughs> game. Look, like clearly, I'm not a fucking pro. I'm not an analyst. But if a game is close and it comes down to like the last two minutes of play, that's entertaining to me as a fan. And that's going to be what's considered, in my eyes, fun basketball. Like, I don't give a shit if there's, like, 20 turnovers on both sides. Like, if the game could be decided either way within a minute, like, that's fun to me. Like, that's what got me interested in basketball. That's why I started watching college basketball, and that's why I started watching, like, NBA. It's like, oh, yeah, one minute of game time doesn't mean shit. Like, you can go either way if the game is close. And that's how the, the Spurs and Grizzlies were. That's how, like, my love for basketball began. Is that like, yeah, that game? You, 
No, no, no. Yeah, from that game. I actually hated basketball until I watched the Spurs and Grizzlies. But, like, that style of game, like, anything could happen in the last minute. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. The, the, the whole game, the whole three plus, like, almost a full fourth quarter doesn't really matter. It's only the last minute of the game that matters. Last That's, five minutes for me, man. Yeah. Um, like, it doesn't matter who it is. If there's five minutes left in the fourth quarter and it's a super close game, I'm watching it. It doesn't matter who it is. Yep. It's just fun. And then you, you know, once you go down to, like, the last two minutes, if it's none of your teams, you're basically picking someone to win, you know? And, yeah, you, you pick a side at that point. Right, and you're and you, become, you, know, you become a team of that of, of that team you decided in that you know last two minutes. But yeah, that's what makes Absolutely. basketball fun, man. But yeah, that, yep. that that's why I like it more than any other sport. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of what that game was. This was just like a a classic basketball game. Could have gone either way. Came down the last couple minutes, and that's what made it interesting. So, uh, and I think that's kind of like almost the Grizzlies identity at this point is like they'll play kind of unremarkable basketball outside of John Morant for most of the game. And then there's the last five minutes and all of a sudden it's a really interesting game because of the Grizzlies versus whoever they're playing. And I think that's what kind of makes it dangerous against this year's Warriors team where they can just like in the game of the Lakers, they controlled it until the third quarter. And then all of a sudden it could have gone any other way in the last like three minutes of the game and that's kind of where the grizzlies live yeah so there could be an upset alert honestly yeah no no that's that's on the horizon for sure um yeah to to me this year the warriors doesn't have an identity um i feel like steph is the warriors this year because you know prior years it's just like ball movement Mm -hmm. or you know less than seven seconds shoot that ball Everyone, you know, um, it, it, it's, you know, hard defense. But but this year, it's just like pass the ball to Steph and hopefully he can make it. Like, that's their identity. <laughs> and um, I won't be upset if the, the Grizzlies win um, this game tomorrow just because I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, tossing the towel for the Warriors, but we could – we – are going to be our biggest enemy in terms of, you know, that game. Um, Cause we can dominate a game, no problem. But if we lose that one, that's on us. Um, and obviously the, the Grizzlies taking advantage of that mistake. So uh, I'm kind of nervous, but also excited. Hopefully I get to stay in Salt Lake for one more day and watch <laughs> the playoff there. Um, hopefully the tickets are not sold out yet. Um, but who knows? exciting exciting stuff yeah i think i think the warriors will come away with the win but i think they're gonna want to come into the game wanting to win i think like at times during that that game last night especially in the third quarter kind of looked like they just didn't give a fuck like (laughs) whoa what if what if LeBron and Steph had this, you know, like you're going to do well with, you know, against the Suns, talking mm-hmm. to LeBron, and we're going to do well against the Jazz. We'll make it a close game and you guys can win on top of us. And then, you know, we'll have the matchups we want. That's why they're laughing at the end of the game. We're like, huh, see you in the Western Conference Finals, loser. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's not none of. Oh, well, okay, I can imagine all of that into that last sentence. Oh yeah, because of the Trailblazers. I the Trailblazers, twenty twenty one chance, baby. So oh, I really want that to happen for you. So you can. Yeah, me too, man. I've been talking about it all year. You're manifesting something, man. I, like I am it. manifesting something. Man. I'm manifesting, tracking this to happen because it's gonna fucking happen quickly, baby. <laughs> let's go. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the East for a sec, real quick. Ooh. Um, <laughs> ooh. I mean, honestly, wasn't that interesting? I mean, the. Uh, the fucking Celtics blew out the Wiz. Well, the the thing was, it was a good game until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and then fucking uh, Westbrook wanted to build houses in the middle of a basketball game. Just sorry, chucking up West, Westbrook. Uh, as far oh, as Westbrook, us, I'm sorry. Westbrook. Yeah, as far as his Blazers fans know, man, this is Westbrook, baby, the baby, best baby. Mason, the best Mason in the West Coast. Uh, the East Coast now. Now he's at the East Coast. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, up until the fourth quarter, yeah, it was a pretty good game. Um, yeah, it was a good game. Um, I think Tatum scored 50 points. Yep, first player in the plan to score 50 points. Congratulations. <laughs> these fucking stats, dude. Yeah, dude, these stats <laughs> live in no man's land, too, which is nuts. You could put up, like, like, okay, yeah, Tatum put up 50 points. There's nowhere to find it. Like, you can search the web. You can't fucking find it. And then, you know, okay, well, we can move on to the next game. <laughs> Hornets versus Pacers. Uh, Sabonis put up, what, 21 rebounds? You can't oh, find dude, that. He you can't it. find that stat anywhere. It Sabonis, doesn't exist, baby. man. It doesn't exist. The playoff tournament These... does not exist. Yep. Congratulations, Adam Silver. You, you created yourself. something that doesn't exist. That's what he wanted. Yeah, dude, He wanted to he... break records but not actually record them. Ooh, this, uh, that's that's more of a baller move, though. You know, Some big brain shit, baby. It's just like I'm gonna break records and just fucking don't even mention it because I'm that baller. You know, it's a normalcy to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, well, the the playing tournament has been super fun. Just to round off uh stuff. There's a there's a lot that could happen and will happen, and uh, let's do it again next year, guys. Yeah, I, I think like I think the Warriors versus the Lakers was the prime example why this should happen. Because I think like as the the talent in both conferences continues to increase, yep, like the likelihood of a marquee matchup happening for the seven and eight is more likely, right? Absolutely. Like and, and this is just proof that okay, you can have two big stars. Like maybe next year it's like like Luca versus uh, like Paul George, right? Yeah. Kawhi's going to ho- going to fucking uh, Miami. Seattle. Right? Oh, going oh. to Seattle. Oh, yeah, either Seattle. either way, like you could have two really good Western Conference teams fall to like the seventh and eighth. Same thing with the East Coast, like or, or like the Bucks, dude. Like Giannis, mm-hmm. if he stays there, Giannis and whoever. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's a lot <laughs> of opportunities. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity for like really good teams to falter towards the end and become this marquee matchup. And like, I don't know. I like it. It's fun. I thought the last like four weeks basketball were some of the best, you know, because of, because of the race to even just like get Get out out of the play. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Like there, there was no, um, there was no resting. There was less like 
40 chess going on for for matchups and stuff like that like the best players played mm-hmm. to get out of this situation it was it was really entertaining and i think it was yes. a success i mean i think this like warriors memphis game will probably be pretty wild tomorrow too oh yeah it's at the chase arena i will be there in spirit um, he'll be there hooping wait wait i i bank with chase therefore i'm in there you're a member so, so i'm a member <laughs> I'm, I'm in there somewhere uh, but we'll probably be driving to be honest with you while that's happening um but yeah dude the, the playing tournament's amazing uh, i want to see it happen again with higher stakes next year mm-hmm. um i mean it was pretty high stakes this year but they could always go a little higher you know yes yeah, sir everyone no one's guaranteed oh, oh book bring in all, the money match all too. the 82 games that you were playing does not matter because <laughs> Tur- yeah wild card wild card yeah, i love that, it that would be nuts if they do have a wild card like Ooh. team what if what if instead of okay so say it's the draft lottery right uh-huh. you get the you, you either get the first pick in the draft Ooh. or or it's it's the wwe money match thing right Boom. you you either get the suitcase or you get the first pick in the draft so Ooh. you can you can get your first pick or you can choose when you're gonna steal a spot in the playoffs that's that's smart i yeah and that way like you know everyone has a chance <laughs> everyone has a chance and look, look at the timberwolves they were running hot like it looked great season. at the end of the year so what do you do do you either take that your your prob- your chances of getting that first pick are pretty good but you're looking really hot right now mm-hmm. do you steal a playoff spot nice just yep. like a reversal card you know? yep or, let's make this or, league more complicated call it the wild card play-in oh there you go so each conference will have one wild card per uh, per conference of of course and they can challenge anyone on the top eight seed for their spot one game one one game one spot so if they They don't play it in the arena either they play it at like a a playground Rucker Park in New York. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. They play it there. They play it in Rutgers. <laughs> street ball, street ball style. Uh, you can kick the ball. Three v three. You pick your best three players. Ooh. Other team picks their best three players. Up to twenty to twenty one. To twenty one, you play in New York, New York style. Mm-hmm. Backtracks there. Yeah, they're playing the backtrack. The- You're playing a race the rat on repeat. yeah erase the rap the whole time just like changing the pace of like the game (laughs) it's like the song (laughs) yeah what if what if the nba played like new york hardcore instead of like beats the whole time i could definitely dude you can definitely see that happening if there's like a i don't know who controls the music like the, the 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 arena dj just like clears it with a bunch of players so just like this will pump you guys up i think if there's any new york knicks team that would accept that it would be this year's i feel like they're already pretty scrappy if you get a two-step going on in there oh boy who knows what would happen play some sick of it all like yeah celebrate that we don't give a fuck (laughs) it's like wow this is an nba game 
Oh, that shit was rock. I love that. Yes. No, that's uh Seattle, dude. That's the place. When Sonics come in, we, we gotta apply for DJ's spots over there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let us let us control the music. Let us control the narrative. Let us right. change the NBA, Adam. <laughs> gonna revolutionize. We're gonna transcend <laughs> anything you've ever done. Yes, sir. Well, what what else is going on? The end. Uh, Kia released <laughs> released their awards. Fucking Kia. Let, let's let's play a little game. Uh, is it fuck Mary kill? Yes, sir. That's it. Fuck in terms of uh, you want to see this guy uh flourish next year. How about okay. that? Mary, you want to be with this guy this year, and then kill is uh fuck that guy off. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. So let, let, let's start with uh, let's work away from the top and go down to bottom. How about that? So the MVP finalists, we have Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. Want me to go first? You, you want to go? You know, I, let me go. Let me go. I'm feeling it. I'm fired up. Okay. So, uh, okay. Remind me what, what Funk and Mary was. Fuck is for next year. Mary okay. is for this year. Kill is for uh, never. Okay, well, fu- Funk. I'm gonna Funk Joel Embiid. Ooh, ooh, Funk him up. He's he one. He's a cutie. Yes, sir. Uh, two. I think he's almost there. I think he had a, a tremendous year. I think he's obviously the number one seed in the East. Yeah. Um, I think he still has maybe half a step to make. I'm gonna marry Jokic. <laughs> I love him. I love the Joker, baby. I, I think out of the top three, out of all of those, he had the best season and had the most impact. I'm going to kill Steph, baby. <laughs> I, one, he jumped so many people in, 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 the, in the running that were doing more for their team and put them in a better position than Steph has. Um, and two, you know what? Fuck him for, for stealing, for jumping Dame. I just don't get it. We were talking about this earlier. Like if you compare the Dame from last year to Steph from this year, they're virtually in the same position. But the talking point was that Dame could not be MVP because his team was in the eight seed playing in the playing tournament. Yet Steph is in the eight seed playing in the playing tournament and lost the fucking game to get into the playoffs, and he has to play again. Like the only difference is that Steph has two more points per game than Dame did last year, but has three less assists than last year. And Dame had his starters miss more games last year than than Steph has this year. It makes no sense how he's considered a top three MVP other than his last month was really, really good. And there's no denying that. But if you look at the, the cold, hard facts, baby, like there's no way he should be considered an MVP when like they've used less to discredit people for it before and i think it all comes down to him being on golden state he's had an mvp before and he was won a championship that's the only reason why he's in the conversation uh i I was gonna say the same exact thing in terms of you know who i'm marrying fucking and killing um Jokic deserves it this year Mm -hmm. hands down i mean i love steph but it's i don't think he deserves it this year 
um, and Joel Embiid was super close to Jokic for sure. And he definitely deserves that mention. I think they just included Steph Curry because inevitably there's only one winner of this. And they just wanted to mention how great he's been doing, not only for, for Golden State, but for the game of basketball and ratings. So he gets a mention. So and and that's that's it. That's all I think. You know, and, and that's you know. A, it's a, it's weak. Just give him a fucking player of the month. Just give him player of the <laughs> they month. They did. They did. I know they did. That's enough. <laughs> like this is the whole season they're talking about. Like it, it's it's wild to me. I mean, like look, do I think Dame's MVP? Yes. Am I biased? Yes. But have there, <laughs> what at the end of the day, if I'm the media and I'm actually voting, I would probably put someone above Dame. Mm-hmm mainly because of where they landed, you know? Like, yeah, he didn't have a lot of help for a third of the season, but, like, you could have put Giannis in third. You could have put even fucking Julius Randle in third. The king. I mean, brought, the king, Ju- king Julius, king of the king East. Julius. Give the man his crown. Like, the what, real he's, king. what he's done for that Knicks team in a year is wild. I mean, it. I don't know. I think, I think like... No offense, I think Steph's having a great year. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think putting him top three MVP this year kind of diminishes the award of MVP, and I think it makes it more of a popularity award than the actual product of work. Oh, hands down, hands down, it's a popularity. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's the narrative that LeBron instilled in people too. Mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> you know and, and everyone listens to lebron just saying so you know what and this is what's gonna happen this is bulletin board material for my boy damian lillard he's about to go bisto mode right he's gonna have that well not top three again this fake kid from the bay when i'm the real kid from the bay That's he's gonna nice. he's gonna be flexing yeah dude Upset he's, alert. He's Let's gonna be go. Driving his Toyota Tundra out of there. He's gonna be driving his Prius because he's going quiet. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna he's he's rolling into the playoffs oh, silent. He's gonna sneak yeah, up dude. on you. Quick sixty piece on you. Dude, I, I never notice how quiet a Prius is under twenty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. My Until neighbor has you. a Prius, dude. The neighbor has my they have a Prius and I'm just like that's a quiet fucking car. Yep. Anyways, anyways, this is the Kia. This is the Kia section. We're getting paid by Kia, so let's yeah, get this back is the, to Kia. Yeah, back to our. We got to get uh, driving in our Kia Soul, in our Kia Sorento 2021 2022 oh, yes, model year, yes, model model year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't yes. matter what year because they're great. They're great. It doesn't matter what year. Remember the hamsters? Oh, dude, the Kia hamsters. Yeah. <laughs> That was sick. Shout out Kia. <laughs> Thanks for that commercial, yeah, baby. Dude, we, it's still embedded in our fucking millennial heads. We love pop culture around here. Uh, what's next? All right. The next is Rookie of the Year uh, finalists. We have LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese Halliburton. Um, okay. Well, this is a tough one, but I'm fucking Anthony Edwards because he's hilarious. He deserves to be it. <laughs> you know what? He's MVP in my heart. He's uh, MV, uh, FP most he's, he's, valuable, he's, funny player. He's just going to get it next year, right? <laughs> yeah. He's just going to get it next year. He's just going to MVP next year. 
He's going to get MIP, MIP, you know, everything's MVP to me. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to marry LaMelo. Uh, He clearly he's, he, he's the, the uh, fucking rookie of the year. Um, And Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. You know, kill him. (laughs) I don't know. He's on the Kings. I'm sorry. Cold fucking hearted. (laughs) He's on the Kings. I'm sorry. It's the, the, the draft killed him. I think if he landed, if he landed on any other team than the Kings, maybe he might be more in the conversation. Yeah, no one sees him because he's in the Kings. Yeah, but he's he's had a great year, and I think he's gonna be a he's gonna be a stud going forward. I I mean, I think, I I think there's a a really good argument for Anthony Edwards winning, but just like the MVP, I think this is a a a narrative based award, and I think that um, Lamelo has the narrative, so he's gonna win. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that same list. Um, but I would say Lamelo is carrying the Hornets or carried the Hornets to where they are right now. And uh, I mean, yeah, I think that he, you he could say that it. Anthony Edwards carried the the Wolves to any single win that they won. I mean, he <laughs> outshined fucking Cat. He outshined uh, D'Lo as a rookie on a team with a bunch of nobodies other than but- Ricky Rubio. But the Hornets have a lot more nobodies than, you know, the Timberwolves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're both teams of nobodies, so. Yeah, a bunch, bunch of fucking losers. Bunch of babies. Dude, if James Wiseman was up there, he's definitely going to be fu- getting fucked by me. That's, that's I'll say it bluntly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's 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 move on. The, the Kia most improved player. We have Jeremy Grant. Michael Porter Jr. and Julius the King Randall. Um, hmm. King Julius. Okay, you know what? Here, here's how I'm gonna start this. King Julius got fucked Ooh. by this. Most improved? Didn't he already get most improved player before? Did he? I either he didn't, either he did, or he was in the running. Like it's it's wild. He was putting up great numbers last year on the Knicks, but they just weren't as good, so it didn't get noticed. I think he deserves to be in more in the MVP conversation than he does in the most improved gotcha, conversation. Gotcha, gotcha, and yeah. I think that he's being fucked by the league, and they're just giving him a consolation prize here. Fair so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say fucked. I'm gonna say fuck for him. Because I I don't think he deserves this award because he, he's already this good. Um, and then I'm gonna go marry uh, Grant. I think he's had. I think he's gone. I think he's gone really good. Um, I'm gonna kill Michael Porter Jr. Uh, one because he doesn't believe in COVID. So <laughs> so there's that. And two, I don't I don't know. I think like. He was injured one year and barely got any minutes the next year. I, I think he's just been given his his chance, and he's clearly a good player. We knew he was a good player. Yep. I don't think he's really proven anything other than, like, okay, you gave him the minutes, and, of course, he produced what was expected of him. Grant is doing great this year. Not a lot, not a lot of expectations on him. Um, I think he, he deserves the award. I think, realistically, MPJ will probably get it. Or or Julius Randle, but it'll be a slap in the face if Julius Randle gets it when he should be considered top five MVP. I I agree with that. Um, 
I want to. I, I want to marry Randall for sure. I want to fuck Jeremy Grant. Oh, actually, sorry. I want to fuck Michael Porter Jr. Because yeah, it's not. That's not it, fam. Like he's too young into his career to be most improved. You're supposed to progress while you're just getting started in the league. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I want to kill Jeremy Grant. Um, I feel like I, I've seen a lot from MPJ and Randall. And Grant kind of gets buried underneath. So I'm kind of like a victim of the media as well because I don't really see as much Grant as I should. So granted, (laughs) 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 granted that, you know, um, the Randall definitely deserves this award and even the MVP mention. Um, So, yeah, that's my list for that. The the Kia Kia most improved (laughs) finalist. (laughs) Kia. Kia. <laughs> All right. Um the sixth man, the, the Kia six man finalist. Oh, this one's tough. This one is a a questionable one. So we have Jordan Clarkson from the same team, Joe Ingles, Jingles, and Derek Rose. I'm gonna hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna do two ones here. Okay. I'm gonna go my literal uh fuck Mary Kill. And then I'll go my one for the for the actual award here. Okay. Um well actually, you know what? It's gonna be the same. <laughs> so I'm gonna no, okay, no, actually no, it's not gonna be the same. Okay, so for my for my for my actual okay, not the award one. I'm I'm marrying Joe Ingalls. Okay. Because you know he can, you know he can barbecue. Oh yeah, you want a man that could cook, right? Sure. You want a man that could cook. I'm fucking, I'm fucking Jordan Clarkson because he's handsome. Like he is a handsome looking, he he's a handsome looking man. He radiates, you know, positivity. That's and I'm unfortunately gonna, like. I'm gonna have to kill Derek Rose. Yeah, questionable pass. Yeah, very questionable pass. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, when a horse goes down with a knee injury, you just got to kill it. Yep. <laughs> I guess if you want to use that analogy, those are your words, my man. Uh, and, Sorry, then, Derek Rose. and then my my uh, my NBA award one is I'm going to I'm going to marry Jordan Clarkson. I think he's I think he's done more coming off the bench than Joe Ingles this year. Yep. Um, I'm going to fuck Joe Ingles. Because maybe it'll lead to something else. Maybe it'll lead to marriage, and I can Ooh. lock down that barbecue skill. And then I'm gonna, I'm then I'm gonna go, you know, kill Derek Rose on this one too. Um, mainly because I, I think when he was on Detroit, he did okay. Then he came to to the Knicks, and he's doing great. He's obviously the spark off the bench they needed, but they were already doing fine. Yeah, before then yeah. i don't think he made an, enough of a difference i i think it's you, a bit too late for sure. i think it's a bit too late for that uh but fuck jordan clarkson this year man i called it at the beginning of the year you he'd did. be six man locking that in baby i still think he's gonna get it i think he is really the, the x factor for that team and if jordan clarkson is like shooting hot that night it's gonna be a win yeah yeah i i i agree um, the real thing, the real question I want to ask though is why is Joe Ingles there? Like, if you see your homie that's been like going for a six man type of you know award, 
and you're also a quote unquote six man of that team, wouldn't you want to like step back a little and be like pass him the ball a little bit more, make him shine a little bit brighter? <laughs> well, I think that's what makes the the Jazz actually really scary is their bench. Is that okay? You could put Jordan Clarkson out first, or you could put Joe Ingles, and they're going to give you buckets no matter what. And I think that's what they've been doing the last half of the year is like either putting them out at the same time, yep. or or rotating. They're, they're really yeah, starters. They really they're are starters. Like pseudo bench players for sure. Mm-hmm. It's it's this year's like Lou Will and Montrez. Yeah. So you're gonna say so. Jordan Clarkson is going to win it this year. The next year will be Joe Ingles. That's what you're saying. Yep. Uh, next year will be Anthony Simons. Oh, okay. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Kia six man finalist. <laughs> yeah. Kia. <laughs> All right. We have two more here. Um, we have the Kia Defensive Player of the Year finalists. Um, Kia. And uh, we have Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, and Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, look, look, like all of the all the finalists this year, like most of it feel like just fucking jokes. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to marry Gobert. We're both French. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. I'm gonna have to. Fuck Ben Simmons because well he's a hot guy. He's Australian too. He's Australian with no Australian accent. Have you ever noticed that? No Australian accent. I mean, just because you were born somewhere doesn't mean you have to have an accent. Never, I've never heard a shrimp on the bobbin. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure he can definitely like. Yeah, he could probably. He could probably. He could probably put it on. But um, (laughs) Draymond, I'm going to have to kill him, man. I don't think he's done enough. I don't think he's done enough, like, defensively this year to really, like, deserve that role. I think he's – he clearly is a a top defender in the NBA. But, like, fuck, to leave off, like, Joel Embiid, Mm -hmm. to leave off Giannis, like – Bam. Bam, Adebayo. Like, it's it's wild that the dudes that got left off, and I think – once again, this is kind of the the media and the recency bias kind of playing into to the finalists here. Like it, it's it's wild, and maybe they just needed to add another West Coast dude to appease the NBA overlords. But I don't know. Let me let me read this comment under this post by the NBA. So this is by Moneybags Seba. Did Bam retire? <laughs> yeah he called it quits man <laughs> it's just nuts like that dude should definitely be considered like defensive player of the year i i just i don't get the i don't get the Draymond inclusion here yeah i, I don't get it either uh, same thing um uh, i would say i'm very close to marrying ben simmons very okay. close he's had but... a great year i think he's a little more versatile but mm-hmm. i think you have to give it to him but but Rudy Gobert definitely it's not that you know he blocks a lot of shots which shots but he he does but you know he does scare a lot of people when going into the paint but the defensive leadership that he sees is what makes the Jazz so lethal uh so yeah he I think he deserves it for a second time um Ben Simmons so close to marrying you I was on one knee already about to pull out my ring and then something <laughs> happened 
Draymond happened. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and then you tossed the ring to, to go bear to, to hold yeah, safe because yeah. he's the defensive player of the year. And then I had to kill Draymond. So, um, yeah, I, I love Draymond. He's won it before. He He's a great defensive player. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to go against him. Um, but, yeah, I don't think this is his year, man. Uh, maybe so maybe when the Warriors is a little bit better in defense next year. I mean, it's um, it's like it a, really shows, but no, it's a similar thing. Like, how can you be MVP when you're eight seed, right? How can you be defensive player in the year when you're barely the eight seed, right? Yeah, the yeah. defense wins championships, as the people say all the time. Like that's what that's what I say. That's what yeah. I want to play two K, man. Yep. Oh, also, when I was playing basketball yesterday, I I was uh I wasn't yelling, but I was uh. Definitely telling my teammate ABC, man, always be cutting. Yeah, let's go, baby. ABC. That's that's what I always say when we play 2K. And I'm just like, ABC, man, ABC. And he he got what I was saying. (laughs) So uh uh all right, the last uh the last Kia. Oh, this isn't Kia, never mind. (laughs) It's not Kia? No, it's NBA coach of the year. Um finalists, we have Quinn Snyder from the Jazz. Tom, the Tibbs, tip of the, the Tibbs, baby. <laughs> from the Knicks and Monty Williams from the Suns. All right. Well, I'm going to. I'm pretty sure your gun hmm. is cocked and loaded for this one, right? Yeah, my, my gun is cocked and loaded, but I've got a tear in my eye because Quinn Snyder is probably the hottest coach out of all of them. But I got to shoot him. You're too damn pretty, baby. <laughs> You can't you can't be that pretty and coach of the year. No, yeah, dude. So I'm I'm cocking it back and I'm and I'm pulling the trigger, baby. Ooh, You're too man. damn good looking. You gotta Rest get out of here, baby. Rest in uh, peace. And then and then I'm gonna fuck Monty. Ooh. Fuck him hard. I am. I think I think if he can repeat what he does this year, next year, coach of the year. But but Tibbs, baby, the Knicks considered the joke of the east the joke of the nba the nba for the joke uh, the joke of basketball years, the joke the joke of worldwide basketball who the fuck is this thing who, is the, f- who, who the fuck <laughs> is this new york Knicks, baby hit the music because they're back and it's not just because of king julius you gotta give most of the credit to tips baby he turned that timmer team around top five defense they're up there. Well, actually, they're not that great offensively. But <laughs> that's not but their strength, man. That's not it's strength. not their strength, but they're still a top four team in the East, which is nuts. Like I, I predicted them being a bottom feeder in the East this year, too. And 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 look where they're at. You gotta you gotta give yep. Tibbs that coach of the year. We said it at the beginning, we predicted it, and here yes, it is. We did. Yes, we did. Ralph, I think I know what you're gonna say too, but I, I want to hear you say it. I want to. Well, it's it's the same exact thing. Like we we hit the nail on most of these, except for one. I think the most improved, mm-hmm. um, Quinn Snyder. We gotta kill him, take him out back, and uh, you know, feed him his last, you know, Big Mac before we say goodbye to him. He's too hot. We can't have too hot coaches in this league. No, dude. Like, yeah, no, no. I mean, Luke Walton. The Jazz also hot, but the Jazz don't deserve a hot coach. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> so yeah, no hot coaches for the Jazz. So he's uh, no more. Um, and then Monty Williams, yeah, I want to fuck him. Um, but uh, 
he has another coach on the floor, which helps him out tremendously. I mean, Chris mm-hmm. Paul, if he's not wearing a jersey, he could be wearing, you know, the button-up shirts that they're wearing on the sides and be a coach and still be super effective. That guy's knowledge and IQ is through the roof. So yeah, they actually should let Chris Paul wear the polo under his jersey. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Like when he gets fouled out, he just puts on that. Uh, assist. Just pulls off his jersey, <laughs> puts on the polo. So um, I'm going to fuck Monty and Chris Ball at the same time. Oh, um, and then Tibbs called it, called it before the game started, man. I was like, you know, he's, he's going to have a good year. He's a great coach. He's going to make these guys a defensive powerhouse. And he did. With, you know, the chess pieces he has, he has a bunch of, you know, like rooks and, and pawns. He doesn't really have a lot of, you know, big guns out there like queens. and He's got the, well, he's and, he's got queens. He's got Harlem. Oh, he's got the lower east side, Manhattan, upper east side, baby. He's yeah. got it, baby. He's got all the boroughs except Brooklyn and who needs it? Yeah, who needs Brooklyn, dude? Uh, the Knicks really took over New York again. Yeah, they, they got it back. I know they haven't won the championship yet, um, but well, they won the they won the four I mean, seed, and that's basically a championship for New York <laughs> right now. <laughs> but it gave them the energy to yep. you know to rally their team again. So Look, they have be- a they have a home series, which is nuts. And they're gonna be a powerhouse again. Yep. Uh, which is uh, very exciting because Knicks, I feel like basketball birthed from like street ball and, you know, the, the excitement I mean, of the NBA started from the New York. It's the Mecca for basketball. So the, the, the city never sleeps. <laughs> They're always playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> fucking change the fucking Jersey though. But, but yeah, New yeah, New that York, Jersey sucks. <laughs> New York tips got my vote. Um, yeah, man, it's been it's it's a weird ass year. I don't even know why they do these key key uh, finalist yeah. type of thing when they usually just say this is your MVP. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it's, it sparks a conversation, uh, just like what we're doing right now. They just, Content. you know what they they needed to hand us some. They needed to hand us podcasts or something. But well, but there's there's one thing I do need to say to you, and it, it has to it has to do with the the playoffs. Yes. New York <laughs> concrete jungle where dreams are made of. <laughs> well said, well said. That was. Let's uh, go. Did you write that? I did write that. It's gonna be New York versus Portland. Nice. Yeah, I, I thought you were a Heat guy. Uh, not this year. Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm changing my mind. Jimmy Butler's getting busted for steroids or overuse of Michelob Ultra. One of the, one of those things is going to prevent him from the first round. He he made a mistake. He looks too jacked in those photos. Yeah, we saw what did. happened yep. with that Photoshop of Alice Caruso, right? And that was just, a Photoshop. This is a Photoshop. <laughs> my man looks beefed. Dude, he looks like he's been juicing for sure. Like Yo, the what size I, of his veins, dude. That's like, oh, he Wait, he's been in, been injecting whatever they inject into the Impossible Burger. I promise oh, you. Oh yeah, that's what they injected in Captain America as well. So hmm. uh, <laughs> there you have it. So just eat Impossible Burgers. Uh, try to eat less red meat. All you have to do is eat the Impossible Burger. Drink. Michelob Ultra and drive a Kia Sorento. 
Oh, Kia. Well, I thought you were a Toyota guy. Well, for this episode, it's been all about Kia. Kia. So, <laughs> well, damn. I, I think I think that's gonna wrap it up here. The playoffs start this weekend. Um, yep, yep. We don't have Greg back, right? He'll, he'll be in Florida scouting some more. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So what, okay. one more week without Greg. Um, but uh, yeah, playoffs is happening, and then I'm sure we're gonna just we're gonna interview we're gonna interview Greg when he gets back in the pod, mm-hmm. and we have blazing hot questions for that man. Um, and uh, we're gonna f- confuse the shit out of him. I don't think he yes, listens to our podcast. <laughs> Greg, if you listen to this, confirm with us some, at yeah, some point yeah, tomorrow yeah, message, on Friday. <laughs> message us and get ready for the questions. If not, yeah. it'll be funnier that you don't know the questions that we're going to ask you. <laughs> oh, you're going to love them. You're going to love them. Um, well, a little bit of housekeeping as we wrap this up here. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you leave us a five-star review and aren't a coward, we'll review it on this. <laughs> Um, hit us up on Instagram at Secret Jocks or hit us up on Twitter at Secret Jocks. If you're interested in being, in a get, being a guest on the pod, just slide into our DMs. We'd love to chat. Um, that's it. Ralph, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, I'm going to plug this podcast. Uh, we're almost in the final phase of doing things differently. Um, not, not too big of a, a change, but things are happening. I'm pretty excited to show you guys a bunch of stuff. Um, so thanks for listening. Also, uh, Kia. Kia. Kia Sorrento. Kia Sorrento. Um, I've but, got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing I want to plug. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's it. That's going to be right. the episode. Fuck that's you. <laughs> all right all right well we'll we'll be back on uh sunday night yeah we're gonna talk playoffs so if if i'm in that game we're gonna have to do it uh when i'm in my hotel room or something oh yeah yeah let me know we might do a post playoff game episode with ralph so oh or we could we could do it while i'm at the game, game. Oh, that'd be sick. I'll just fly in. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just interview all the basketball players as we go. Damn, that'd be sick as hell. Okay, well, right. there's no expectations for next episode. Just pretend you didn't hear any of this. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. Bye bye. <laughs> Later.